Welcome to a bonus episode of a Thai football podcast. Last week, I chatted to Australian football fan Clinton Moore about his experiences watching football at home and here in Thailand, the similarities and differences, and his hopes for the future of the game in both countries. Enjoy. Some of you will remember, if you were listening last week, we had Clinton Moore on and he was kind enough to give us his report on the opening weekend fixture at Police Terror against BG Patum. So we thought we'd get him back on to have a bit more of a chat, find out a little bit more about him and how he got interested in Thai football. So welcome back, Clinton. So, Dale, thanks for having me back. It's a pleasure to talk more Thai football. Yeah, no, you're very welcome. Right, so um, we just want to find out a little bit more about you, really, your background, how you got involved in, in Thai football, and any thoughts you've got on the, the state of the game here and how it compares to football in Australia. So, if you don't mind, I've got a couple of questions I'd like to ask you. Are you all right if I uh, fire them your way? Sure, go ahead. Okay, so first of all, how did you get interested in Thai football? What was it that got you involved? Okay, so uh, as you said, I'm I'm Australian, and I, I know uh, Pablo Bateson, who you've had before on the show, uh, quite well. And we are both uh, died in the wool, uh, true believers of, of the game in Australia, so to speak. Uh, but I arrived in Thailand for work in July 2021, so just over two years ago now, smack bang in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. In fact, when I was in hotel quarantine, uh, the curfew started, so had to wait uh, a few uh, months for some football, but that came eventually. But I've, I've been a big uh, A-League fan since its inception in 2005, but before that, I I was a kid uh, growing up uh, in a non-football family, getting up at 2, 3 a.m. to watch, you know, Australian friendlies versus Jamaica and Venezuela and all these countries that it seemed like the rest of the country didn't care about. But, uh, you know, a, a very small, hardcore segment of, of Australian fans uh, did. Uh, the first time I saw Thailand play on TV was actually at the 2007 Asian Cup, which looked like a, a great tournament on TV. I remember the the rain during the Australia-Thailand game. I think we won that night 4-0. And yeah, I was, I was at that game and it was. You're absolutely right. It chucked it down the whole time. I've got a, a, a photograph of me looking like a drowned rat at the end of the game. But yeah, I mean... <laughs> That, that night, Australia were, were head and shoulders above Thailand. I remember it. We got an absolute battering. I was just going to say, sorry, that that that, that tournament uh, and Australia's attitudes towards that Asian Cup is, I think I'll touch on it a bit in the chat I have with you. Uh, you know, that was Australia's first Asian Cup since joining the AFC in 2005, moving over from Oceania. And uh, just uh, back to, to club football, sorry. So I'm a Melbourne Victory fan, so... Uh, Melbourne Victory fan has been the only club in Australia that's had two two type type players. So we had Surat Suka and Suti Suksong Kit play for us about 2010, 2011. And they came 29, 10, 11, I think. But they came to us actually off the back of an AFC Champions League campaign with Chombury, which you may remember also. They have very fond memories of that campaign. In fact, that, that night... The first game when we played Melbourne Victory, that was our first 
home game in that oh, campaign. <laughs> and we yeah, yeah. We'd we'd gone to Gamba, Osaka in the first first match, and we came within a few seconds of beating them. And I don't know if you remember, they actually went on to win the tournament that season. And the first home game was against Melbourne and probably one of the, the greatest nights in, in Chombury history, to be honest. It was it was an absolutely fantastic occasion. Anyway, probably bringing up some bad memories for you. So on that point, how, how do you compare the, the two leagues then, the A-League with the the Thai league. I mean, at that time, I think the A league was probably quite young. I think it was it was developing, but it still seemed to be quite a strong league. I mean, now what would what would how would you compare the two? Having seen both close up, look, the A league has been running now as a as a pro competition. Of course, we had the NSL before, but uh, let's let's discuss the A league. So for eighteen years now, I, I think. Look, a lot of people ask me, I guess, in terms of results, who would who would you know who would win between the, the the top sort of three or four Thai league teams and A league teams, and you know it's it's, it's quite even. Uh, and and some Australian fans are a bit taken aback by that. But look, I went out to uh, BG Stadium to watch BG play against uh, Melbourne City in the Champions League when they came out last year, and I tell you what, Melbourne City were probably lucky to to get away with a draw in that one. Look, I've, and I've, I'm. I've been a student of, of of the way that you know Australia also perceives football in in Asia for for many years, and I think there's still a bit of a perception that leagues around Southeast Asia are not at, at the same quality as the A League. But I think uh, very slowly but surely, I think uh, you know Thai teams, Vietnamese teams, even Filipino teams, we've seen them uh, beat A League sides. And I think in terms of levels, uh, certainly getting uh, closer. In terms of perception and the way that the leagues are perceived across broader society, I see a lot of a lot of parallels. In in Thailand, though, I think it's more about looking at the Thai league in comparison to, uh, say, the Premier League or European leagues. And Thai people almost laughing at me when I say that. I invest time watching Thai football because they're like, well, why would you do that? Why would you waste your time? European football is a vastly superior product. In Australia, there is also that we have a, a, a term called Euro snob, which means a uh, a person that only watches European football and turns their nose up at local Australian football. Um, there is that also, but in Australia, of course, the issue is compounded by you have the Australian Rules Football League the National Rugby League, and people are used to seeing the very best of the best in the world in those leagues competing in Australia in their own backyard. With the A-League, that's not the case. You have uh, very often, even though a lot of A-League top Australian players play in the Socceroos, now there's still the perception that the A-League is a place of you know, retirement home foreigners, subpar foreigners, and you know, recycled Australian players that just move from club to club and that it's a well frankly a subpar product and that's hard to change across uh society and the, the league has gotten good crowds before uh has always been hamstrung by governance issues which is i think uh, a common theme between the two countries as well but yes yeah, certainly uh between the two countries um there's commonalities in the way that both the Thai league and the a league is seen as a vastly inferior product to what's available overseas and particularly in europe I think as well with Australian, I've I've got lots of Australian mates, and 
football is is always been regarded as a minority sport, not to be taken seriously. Obviously, as you just mentioned, you've got both codes of rugby, you've got the AFL, you've got the cricket. And in, in a nation where, it, I mean, it is such a sporty nation, isn't it? I mean, and very competitive. You know, you, you see this. I mean, we've just had the ashes, obviously, over here. And you just see that. And I think Thailand, really, there isn't any competition. You know, you, you've you've got the Football League, but people will compare it, as you've just said again, <laughs> people will compare it to what's on offer in Europe. And it is inferior to that. But I, I think it, it's trying to grow that, isn't it? So what... What would you, I mean, what what would you say to people? How would you like to see things improve in the Thai League? Um, and how would you get people to come and watch and take it a little bit more seriously? In terms of the the Thai League, look, I have very similar conversations between, sorry, Australians and Thais about why I bother uh, watching local football. And I just, I don't get the joy that I get of, of watching an imagined uh, narrative an imagined sort of relationship overseas. Uh, in in Thailand, look, I also see football as a very positive tool for enacting social and cultural change and in, uh, enriching ties and en- uh, engagement between uh, people and places. I mean, you, you look at Buddhism, for example, you know, uh, whatever your thoughts on <laughs> Buddhism as, as, a, as a football uh, club, but, you know, the, the place is now a brand in itself of, you know, immense uh, cultural uh, projection that has been done with a, a clear plan through football to actually enact that change. And I look at similar sort of size places or regional places in Australia, and now that Australia is a member of, you know, the Asian Football Confederation and a, a full member of the ASEAN Football Federation, Federation mind you, I just look at these uh, places and and think, you know, there is absolutely immense space and scope to, to build a, a better version of yourself and your place and your town through football. I mean, you, you go around Thailand now and doesn't matter what part of Thailand you see a Buriram United shirt. And 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 that is the the power of of the cultural force that 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 football is. And it's actually nice to see Buriram United shirts. Uh, and you know, of course it'd sort of be better if they were in their local shirts, but at least that that's a Thai shirt, you know, and the the absolute power of of football to 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 build uh, relationships, whether that's uh, you know cultural, social, diplomatic ties as well for Australia with with Asia, which is something that you know a lot of people have been calling for for years to you know invest. Australia goes to to Asia and you know puts money into or markets Australia as football or rugby union or the 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 extent to which football gets funded or taken seriously by higher corridors of power that, you know, certainly could be improved. So, look, the answer to your question, why should people support or come along to a, a Thai league and Australian uh, and A-league games? The simple fact is it won't get better. It won't improve if you don't go and you don't put money into the local product. And in doing that, that creates jobs, that creates opportunities for kids, for young boys, for young girls, for the whole community to come together and get behind something that is more than, you know, watching a TV at two o'clock in the morning. So, look, it, football is just an incredible opportunity for people and, and, and towns to create a better version of themselves. I totally agree. And I, I think it's that's always something that crops up when people talk about Thai football. 
And there's obviously been that history of clubs moving around. And it's it's interesting that you use Bury Round as, I mean, they are a great example. But, I mean, they started by bringing a club into the province, you know, a well-established club who'd actually won things and had been playing in the AFC Champions League. But now they've made it their own. And it is up to other provinces and other cities and towns to try and replicate that. And it, it, it is, you're right, it's, it's establishing that and building that culture, isn't it? I think that's, that's mm. so important. And I did mention, Bury, I'm sorry, because, you know, A-League fans, Australian football fans, they look at the Champions League draws and... And they see the name Brewer and they're like, where is this place, you know? And then if they want to come to a game in Thailand, you know, how do I get there? And then, you know, the very fact that you have games in that province, in that place, that means that people come there, they spend money, they they get an experience. So just, and just the the, the name recognition, you know, an A-League fan sees the name uh, Woodydum, they associate it with football straight away. So that's, that's good to hear, actually. So you've obviously been touring around the country, travelling, watching games. What kind of experiences have you had and what, what have been the best experiences you've had watching football in, in Thailand? Yeah, uh, so it's interesting. I don't actually follow a team, but I do. It's it's funny being in Bangkok. I haven't been able to um, sort of gel, I suppose, geographically or sort of with the idea of any of the teams, but do take a particular interest in actually in uh, Konkan United in the, uh, in the Thai League one. And when I first started watching them a couple of years ago, they actually looked like they might have been on for a Champions League uh, spot and they struggled a bit last year with uh, Ibsen Mello his uh, goal output going down and they had a couple of uh, injuries uh, I think uh, but uh, this year they've replaced most of their foreign players with players that sort of have the sort of usual Thai League journeyman profile so it's a bit unknown to see how they'll go this year, but I've been up to Konkan, watched games at all levels of the pyramid, um, except sort of amateur or semi-pro, which I'm sure Rob has covered uh, <laughs> very extensively anyway, but uh, Thai League 3. Rob will yes. go to any game, anywhere, it doesn't matter. If he if he just sees some goalposts when he's driving past, he'll stop and hope that a game will be... Uh... <laughs> I'll break out. Well, actually, yeah. that hap- that happened to me with an under seven with a Thai youth league game. I think out in Minbury, <laughs> I <laughs> thought Rob might have been there. Uh, but uh, Thai League Three, if you're in Bangkok and you want a nice, uh, easy weekend, uh, you can pop out to Chachong Sao FC out in Thai League Three. I think it's literally thirteen or fourteen baht to pop on the train, and the stadium is right in the middle of town near the municipal building. There, there's a market that you literally walk out straight into um, after the game. Uh, I remember very fondly during the game last year, you know, you could smell the barbecue and hear the the music from the market nearby. So it's just a really, and that was, that was a really good vibe. It's a nice uh, roofed uh, stand they've got there too. Uh, Thai League 2, uh, the closest to me in Bangkok is is probably Gazette Sart. They were very fortunate to looked for all money they were going to go down last year just hung on in the final day last year uh it's 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 okay the atmosphere is is a bit dull compared to other venues and being on a university campus there at Kasetsar it's it's dry so if you want to uh have a beer uh that's not available but if you just want to watch some football, some lower league football in in Bangkok, uh, that that's an option. I've watched a couple of international games. 
uh, AFC Champions League game out in BG, as I said, and I popped along to four games of the under-17 Asian Cup recently. Also, I saw a crazy 8-4, Japan 8, India 4 group stage game and Australia, Tajikistan out at the uh, Rajamangala, which was an interesting experience going there with about a hundred people in attendance. But uh, I think, yeah, I think popping up to Konkan gave me a taste of what it's like to go and watch Thai football out in uh, in the provinces. So I'd certainly hope that uh, I can get to a game uh, almost every every weekend this season and uh, experience some some new places and see places through football, which is what I know some foreign fans do, and it's a great way to see the country. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we, we've all been to places that we'd, we'd never even think of visiting if it wasn't for the football. So just just to wrap up, it's been it's been fascinating listening to you. It's been great uh, to hear about this. So just to wrap up, what about this season? You've you've just mentioned you know you want to get out and about. Is is there anywhere in particular you want to go? What what's your what's your holy grail of um, watching Thai football for this season? I think just getting to places that I haven't myself gone to in the country. I, I actually haven't popped up yet to. Chiang Mai or the northwestern provinces, uh, you know, Chiang Rai. I'd like to continue to see what's around Bangkok you know, on the weekends, uh, whether it's Ayutthaya or um, even down in the lower leagues, like, as I said, Chachong Sao or uh, Ang Tong. You know, look, the good, the good thing about Thai League at any level of the pyramid is there's a football team. And if you can find <laughs> that that's, a, a, you know, it's a, a challenge sometimes in Thailand, but if you can find the correct information about a, a, a game and where it's happening, you can uh, pop along and you know, whether it's Thai League 3, semi-pro, Thai League 2, whatever, uh, have a great, great experience of, of Thailand through football. So I wouldn't say that I have any particular destinations in mind i do want to tick off perhaps some of the bigger stadiums that i haven't been to but look it's just to continue the uh, the the journey uh, of of seeing where thai football can take me around the country and hopefully uh maybe getting to cover some more games in more of a a formal capacity through uh reporting back or you know just to help also i guess keep me more focused on on watching the games rather than seeing what's uh, <laughs> happening in the stands or um, around because, um, you know, anything can happen, as you know, when you go to a Thai football game. So I think that's uh, that's my, my, my goals for this season. It's been absolutely fascinating chatting to you, Clinton. Really, really enjoyed that. And if ever you do fancy coming back on, especially with your reports or even to talk at length about other things, because I know you've you've got quite um, a lot of experience as well, and you're interested in all the the foreign players coming into Thailand. We don't really have time to touch on that, unfortunately, this week. But thank you so much for coming on, and like I say, you're welcome back anytime. Match reports, general chatting—that's absolutely fine. So enjoy watching your Thai football this season, and I look forward to hearing from you in the very near future. Style and look, I know there's been a lot of challenges with. Uh you know, a lot of uh, noise around the league, but get to the game, get to the football, support the players, and hopefully it'll be a great season ahead. Absolutely. I echo that. Brilliant. Thanks so much, Clinton. Speak soon. Bye. Thank you. Thanks, Dale. Thanks, mate. Bye. You have been listening to a special bonus episode of a Thai football podcast. 
Our regular weekly podcasts are available every Wednesday on Podbean, Spotify and Amazon. We have a website, www.ataifootballpodcast.blogspot.com and can be found on Twitter at Thai Football Pod. Thank you.